Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Attacking Scrum podcast. We are previewing each of the Welsh regions uh, throughout the course of this week as we lead up to the big kickoff and brand new season. So we're going to move on to the Ospreys today. And Dan, interesting one, the Ospreys. Kind of for so long, we're kind of the, the standard bearers of, uh, of Welsh regional rugby. have kind of seen the, the Scarlets their neighbours down the road pick up the you know pick up the the main domestic prize does that put a, a bit of a, a bit more kind of pressure on them knowing that their you know their neighbours have gone on and gone on and achieved such things yeah I think it'll uh, it'll probably be used in a number of uh, a number of conversations won't it because uh, they've have been the the standout region haven't they for you know for a number of years um, but it's it's hard to say which way the Ospreys are gonna are gonna go this year, isn't it? Um, for me, a lot of it comes down to the the set piece with the with the Ospreys. If they can, they've never really um, managed to sort of get back that sort of that strong set piece that they had when they were dominant. And I'm not sure whether it's how how easy it's going to be to to get to get that back. I mean, they certainly in the these you know these preseason games they struggled, didn't they? Um, with the set piece and then when they've managed to sort of sort that out a little bit they've then got their platform and the backs have been able to do what we know they can do so basics again a lot of it's going to come down to that I think like anything it's always yeah you're right I mean it's the set piece is just so kind of it's so crucial to um, it's so crucial to any side but particularly you know when the expectations are as you know as high as they are at the Ospreys that's without that going to be a, a massive thing for um, a massive thing for them. I thought they really missed Dimitri Arhit when he was injured at the end of last season. I think he's he's a massive player for them, which again just kind of illustrates uh, how important the set piece is. You know, you're not 
you're not particularly got a younger R hip in there for his pace, have you? But um, he did have that little canter at, at one point in one of the European games last year. I think he pinged his hamstring as well, didn't he, he did, in the he process did. of doing it? Good yeah. But But um, that's wearing thin there. Um, I'm still going with it. It's going to come um, in everywhere. Yeah, just yeah. milk that one dry. Um, we could do with him being Welsh, can we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he is exactly what you imagine an Eastern European prop to be like, isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. uncompromising, hard, um, but yeah, really, really important when it comes to when it comes to scrum time. So I think he's he's a really important, um really important player for them. Off the um off the pitch though, Steve Tandy signed um a new contract. Not I think it's safe to say not all of the fan base particularly happy about this. Um first up, would you stick with him? Yeah, I would. Um I don't think it was you know too long ago that we were the majority of people were, were pretty happy with uh, with Tandy really and uh and Reese. So yeah, there hasn't been a huge amount of money coming in there, is there? And I think they've they've changed the way in which the Ospreys have played. I think the game's evolved, and their game their game style has evolved. And for me, when they get it right, it's beautiful to watch. Um, but it's quite high risk because it can quite easily go go wrong the way in which they play because it's like a it's a free-flowing game and because they haven't been able to build it around do you, do you think it is do you think you know I don't know I'd, I'd say it's kind of somewhere in between I still think it's um, I still think it's it's led by the it's led by the pack for me you know I still think it's that's that's kind of the dominant that's, bit I, and I, again I think when when bigger plays fly half it's more of a more of a controlled more of a controlled game I think Sam Davis with set moves and yeah, I think Sam Davis adds, you know, adds more of a kind of um, more of a passing game from from ten, you know, and looks to to pop those inside balls and stuff. But invariably in the bigger games, Tandy has tended to to stick with bigger. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. It's, you know, I wouldn't say it's. I, I don't find it as attractive to watch as the Scarlets. No, no. I mean, nothing can nothing can compare. Or to even that, the Blues, to be honest. I, but when it's actually beautiful is probably the, the, is absolutely the wrong word to use. But um, <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, it, they're, they're very. When they get it right, they play. They play phases, don't they? And mm. It's been it's been really. I think their phase play has been has been great. But it's all it's always come off the back of actually when the forwards are actually doing what you need them to do. Yeah, and then the backs are able to you know obviously you know it, it goes on from there. Um, it's not too loose, is it? It's it's very structured, yeah. and they, they, and for me, that's where the coaching comes down. They've actually coached; they're very good coaches. Yeah. Um, so that's I, I you know I, I definitely keep you know keep them there. I mean, who, you know, you get rid of them. Who else are you going to bring in? Yeah, well, well I know, think that's all. That's always the thing. It's you know? when a um, is when a coach becomes unpopular. You know, you kind of there becomes a, a more vocal section of the fan base that that want to see him triggered, but. You're right. At the same time, you need to know kind of who who you're going to replace him with. Uh, I don't. I, I do think the pressure. I do think the pressure's mounting on him, though. You know, yeah, I, I, I think you've got to. Um, yeah. 
but the, the expectations will definitely have grown you know I think what you in my opinion what he's done well has kind of done this transition from taking the remnants of the Galactico era you know uh, Ospreys if you go back 10 years when there was they were making all the big signings and Marshall and Jerry Collins and Holler and those kind of players and then you know the big Welsh players of Phillips and Byrne and um whoever else there was around at that point in time you know but they were they were recruiting you know big name players and and spending a lot of money and then you know when that stopped i think it's a difficult thing to to maintain um you know to maintain being that competitive so i think to be fair to him he's done a good job at that but the expectations are you know are pretty high i think they they dropped off woefully at the end of last season like they almost did, yeah. really, really peculiarly, I I couldn't. Well, they were they were in they, they were in a fantastic position, weren't they? Yeah. And then it just completely fell apart. But they, I mean, they we need to remember as well that the amount of injuries that the Ospreys had was it was quite astonishing, wasn't it? It was just injury after injury, um, which they won't. You know, well, I can't imagine them having the same problems this year anyway, because it would just be so bad. You know, the bad luck would be off the scale, but. There's some there's some very very good players there in key positions, aren't there? You know, you just got you know Alan Wynne Jones, bigger. You know these guys, they're going to be they're going to be absolutely massive, aren't they? For me, somebody that I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing is is Bradley Davis. I think it's going to be, I, I, this is, he's got to do something this year, isn't he? He, he, he? I think he was I think he was disappointing by his by his standards. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with you. I, and I think you know, I'm, I'm sure he'd probably say the same because I think it's, you know, he's a, he was just so consistent for a very long time, and I think you know, I think he was very good during his spell at Wasps, also. So, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think he's, I think he kind of needs a big season, really. He's a massive season, isn't he? And uh, you know, what's he? Thirty years old now, and I'm sure still harbours ambitions of getting plenty more, um, plenty more caps for Wales, but he's. You know he's kind of he's got to make that place his own in uh, yeah he's got to make that place his own in the uh, in the Osprey side and yeah he looked to me as if he was carrying I know we we said this last week mm. he looked to me as if he was carrying a carrying a few knocks and I I wonder whether you know he did obviously decided not to tour didn't he yeah um, I know he he mentioned that you know, he wanted to spend time with his family but I he just didn't seem comfortable did he last year at all. And I'm hoping that he's rest well rested now. Yeah, had a good preseason, and he comes in firing because we need him for Wales as well, don't we? Yeah, we, we've we've said this, you know, the, the second row, second row is not an area that um, there's a huge amount of strength and depth in Wales. You know, I think particularly if you compare it to the back row, where you know you could fill up four or five really good yeah. quality back row combinations. Um, uh, you know the talent that there is available. Second row just isn't isn't quite there, and I think particularly with you know with Alan Wynne Jones reaching, you know I'm not saying the end of his career, but you know he's uh, he's the wrong side of he's the wrong side of thirty. You know Luke Charteris is what well, yeah, Charles is probably thirty five now. So um, so yeah, it's really important that, that these kind of players are there. I guess alongside that is you've got a couple of young locks in Adam Beard and Rory Thornton uh, that are. At, quite crucial stages in their career really you know Thornton's been in and around the world set up for a little while now and has been kind of you know almost kind of earmarked but again I don't game time as well didn't he last year yeah 
I, I was I remember going into last season I was really excited about Roy Thornton and thought this could be a, a big season for him but again I don't think he ever hit consistently great performances uh, throughout last term yeah yeah he, he had a he had a fair bit of game time didn't he and he didn't he didn't sort of uh, I suppose set anything alight did he mm. but he's he a, he's got you know great engine on him good worker isn't he he looks to me as if he just needs to fill out a bit yeah, um, which hopefully will come with with time. But he's not. He's not. Yeah, you know, he's not twenty, is he? How old is he? He's gonna be twenty one now. Isn't he? He's twenty two. But he's, yeah, yeah he's, um... so he's you know, twenty two. You know, by twenty five, hopefully he'll be. Obviously, the you know the Welsh coaches have seen something in him, haven't they? They they recognise him as as the future. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. But Adam Beard as well is a is a good he's a good prospect, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Chat, um, you know? I think so. And obviously toured toured with Wales during the summer, and yeah, yeah. I, I think what you need is that is that kind of competition for for places. Um, you know, you got Lloyd Pears into the mix as well. Who's you know I think a, a good um, you know good seasoned second row. Um, also Lloyd Ashley as he is now but yeah he's he's one of those players who's uh, you know a real steady everything. steady reliable solid club player so yeah I think um, I think alongside that you know you can't really expect you know I think they're probably at that stage where they've got to manage Alan and jones carefully just because you know kind of a couple of injuries and he, he, he could be in a could be in a bit of trouble because you know he's just you know he's, he's had injuries in the past, and now he's reaching that certain age. But he's such a massively important player for them that you know I think they need to manage him carefully. So the other players in and around the squad are going to be vitally important to making sure that they can compete week in week out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, do, do you think he'll um, do you think he'll see out his days with the Ospreys? Good question. Um, yeah, I do. I think he's I, quite a principled guy. Isn't I think he? he is, and yeah, I, th- I think do you think he would. Have I think gone he with... wants. Yeah, I think he probably would have gone if that you know if that was going to happen. I think what he wants is to kind of is to succeed with the Ospreys. You know, he's, he wants he's, to get that bit of silverware. I think so, and you know, obviously he's he's been there and experienced um, Pro Twelve wins during during that time and. Um, I think the European thing is just something that's, that's that's remained a bit of a mystery because even at the height of their strengths, the Ospreys underachieved in Europe. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's an interesting one. Um, it's an interesting one. But yeah, I could see. I, you know, I think he will see out his days at, at the Ospreys, or if not, it might be like a one-year gig out in the sunny, sunny, sunny southern France and picking up a healthy paycheck while doing that. But um, but yeah, you know, I I think he's I think he would like to achieve stuff with um, with the Ospreys. Yeah, what a, um, ser- what a what a servant. Yeah, no, absolutely. And but yeah, I, I still think he's, in my opinion, he's the most important player in in that squad for them. What about you? Who would you say is the most important player to the Ospreys? Well, he's yeah. I mean, he's certainly right up there, isn't he? I think bigger is. Uh showed last year that when he when he wasn't involved mm. I mean, there was a lot of chat about Sam Davis, you know. Well both, from us, from if yeah, nothing else. We're both we're both huge fans and it was you know he, he's a lovely guy to watch, isn't he? But you just saw that when Bigger wasn't involved, 
and it happened to be that when bigger was bigger t- tended to be out when Alan Wynn was out and it's yeah. with a pair of them but you lost a lot of direction yeah they just yeah. didn't they were completely rudderless when they, they needed they were like they're like the sort of compass aren't they for the side and um, bigger is he's such a good player isn't he I think on the in the popping on the Lions now I mean he was he was outstanding wasn't he I think yeah he, I thought he, he was I thought, I, when, the, when the squad was named I thought he was lucky to be in there because I just thought he hadn't hit he hadn't hit his straps with with Wales uh, throughout the whole of the season but to be fair to him, I thought he was, you know, he showed, um, he showed exactly the kind of class oh, act that he is, really. It's an interesting one, because again, this kind of story with him going to Northampton seems to, mm-hmm. seems to kind of linger on. Do you think he'll end up staying, or, you know, might this be the, the last we see of... I think Bigger will bigger, go, you know? actually. Do you? I, yeah, I do think that he'll... Um, I think the Lions will have had a, an effect on him just from playing with the other guys um, I think he would have had a taste for some, just going and experiencing something different and you, you can't knock him for that can you really at his age now he's you know he's still he's still a youngster but he's old enough to you know I suppose you know to pick up that extra you know 150 grand on his contract and just also just experience something totally totally different a good product over there and he is somebody that would instantly work in the English game um, I can't see him. I don't think he'll go to France. No, no. I think he'll be England. I really do. Yeah, that Northampton rumor just seems to kind of seems to linger it on. Would work, doesn't it? Wouldn't he? You can see him playing there. And he'd be he'd be brilliant, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, it's, again, I you know, don't follow English rugby as closely, but yeah, that move would seem to make sense out of uh, you know from it would make sense for them wanting to recruit bigger. I think he would um, he would suit their kind of. Their, their style well, of play yeah. um, he's consistent as well isn't he doesn't he yeah doesn't and he's he's such he's a big game really. he's such a big game player as well isn't he you know he can yeah. he can handle the pressure you know he cast your mind back to the World Cup two years ago and and just took it all kind of all in his stride really so yeah no I, I think he's he's definitely um he's definitely an important important player for them uh, you know I think Webb's in that same category as as him and um, and Alan Wynne Jones as well I think any side misses Reese Webb when he's when he's not around. I just think he's such a natural footballer. He's so quick. He's strong. His you know his service um, his service is good. He tends to play what's in front of him as well. You know, Reese Webb is world class player for me. He is, isn't he? His strength is something that isn't isn't talked about. No, it's not actually. He's kind of deceptively strong. He is, isn't he? I mean, like we saw. Keep on going back to the Lions, but. Mm. The tackles he was putting in. I mean, you know, it wasn't just sort of like a passive sort of, you know, a passive tackle. Then it was like an aggressive, destructive flattening of someone. You're like, who was that? Oh, yeah, it was Reese Webb. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got everything, isn't he? Yeah, I, 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 I think. But he, he, which he didn't have actually. I don't think at the, at the beginning of his, you know, when he first came on the scene, he was really raw and a little bit sort of. Ropey in areas, really. yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, he's, a player, he's a player who's matured, you know, just, and, and in the last four years has just become such a rounded yeah, scrum he's, half. And he's he's like learned, doesn't he, bits of the game which he didn't have. Um, yeah, and I think he's put himself in better physical condition as well. Yeah, you know, I think he's, he's, in, he's in such he's in such good nick that um, that you know he's a really impressive uh, he's a really impressive athlete 
as much yeah. as uh, as much as anything else. So um, so I think he's a he's a really important uh, really important player. And sticking with the backs um, and kind of moving on to to recruits now. Uh, familiar face will be lining up in the in the back line for the Ospreys as James Hook returns after uh, after something of a an absence after spells in in France and with and with Gloucester. Good signing for you. Great signing. Can we have a separate pod on this? <laughs> <laughs> James Hook. Uh, it's a great signing, Matt. I really do think because he, he's somebody that'll uh, he'll he can play obviously a number of positions. And he's he's been in great form, hasn't he, over the last couple of seasons? Um, he'll turn out to be really, really handy. It's I always, whenever James looks mentioned as well, I always there's always I always kind of feel feel sorry for him in a way that he he has he, he he's been dealt sort of I don't know a difficult. Some difficult cards for Disney with Wales. I don't think we. Uh, he hasn't. Been, he wasn't managed, was he? As well as he could have. He could have been done because there's no doubt that he is probably one of the most talented Welsh guys in terms of his skill set, and he gets a lot of, you know, a lot of people sort of whinge about the way he sort of crabs across the field, yeah. and and for me that's purely down to the fact that he's being played out of position, and. If you play someone out of position, they're gonna do. They're gonna. They're gonna force. They're gonna force things, and they're not gonna know exactly what they're doing. Especially, and you're gonna be exposed at international level, aren't you? I mean, you can get away with it at club level. Yeah. Well, you, we say out of position. Then, what do you think is his best position? For me, it's in the centre role. Is 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 his position? I think he needs he needs someone on the inside and outside because he just he's like Henson. He he reads the game so so well. Um, so he, he's not an outside half. He's not a fullback, um, and he's that in in that centre berth. If we just had a, a coach that kept him and said, "Look, that's the position you're going to play in," and either you're good enough to play in that position or you're not, we would have seen someone. I think that would that would have almost. I think he would have lit up the world. It's it's a really interesting one because yeah, actually, I thought for a while when he was playing for Wales, he was. He looked really comfortable in the centre when you had him as the, the kind of the creative centre. You cast your mind back to like 2010. He had a really good Six Nations and scored a fantastic try at Twickenham where it's kind of like a Phil Bennett-style handoff. You know, just it's that handoff that that he used right in the middle of right in the middle of a step as well. You know, such a such a kind of beautiful thing to watch. And yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean that. Um, you almost kind of whenever you hear James Hook's name, you just think, "Oh, what could have been?" And um, it's interesting. But on the on the flip side, you think how much the game has changed in that side in that time, and you just think, "Well, can you be a centre like James Hook, where he's not particularly quick and he's not particularly big? Can you play in the centres when you're when you're built like Hook?" Yeah, but he's. He's he's not a small chap, is he? I think he's very he's he's very very strong, powerful. He's not a small chap, and I just think if we can't play that type of person for me, then the game is uh, it's not really a game that I you know that I really want. But it's I don't think it's too romantic to say that Hook is he's one of those guys. I just think that he, he he's because he was so good that 
he got played out of position and then unfortunately people but got I think on he always point. wanted to play 10 though didn't he he did yeah but I mean it's the, like, the only time I thought he was really consistently yeah. playing out of position was when he was picked at 15 but you wanted to play 10 and your coach said Jed you're not a 10 mate you, <laughs> you, you get in the second row, row yeah. yeah and that's what that's what you know you know we all we all want to play 10 <laughs> you know really I mean yeah you know, I've, I've played in the sides where you've got you know you've got the props you know they actually think that you know they, they, they want to be in the back row but the coach is there to say you're not playing there you know, genuinely, they think that they can have a go in the back row. And we, because he's that good, or he's, his skill set's that strong, that it's like, well, maybe he could, maybe he could do it. And it's just massively gone against him. And it is easy to slip in, I think, and think that Hook actually isn't that good a player. And I just think that's not, that's not the case at all. Every club he's gone to as well, he's played, you know... He's made an impact. He's made yeah. an impact, yeah. I mean, he was brilliant last season, wasn't he? Real, real good, you know. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I, yeah. you know, I, 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 I haven't, I couldn't tell you a game of, you know, did I watch Gloucester at all? Yeah, I watched Gloucester when they played, when they played the Blues, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I think he's quality. I think, he, 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 last put on him, but we do need a separate pod on him. He, um, he needs a strong coach, I think, that can actually handle him as well because he's not... I don't think he's somebody that probably listens that well. He'll, he'll, he's, he's a Romeo. He's a, he'll, he'll just do whatever he wants to do, won't he, really? So you have to have someone that like, James, this is what you're going to do. Mm. This is what we want from you today. This is what we want you to do to bring out the best in others. Not, this, this is the James Hook show, which he's, been, which he's done at times. But arguably, you know, he's had that coach uh, at Wales with Gatland, and that's not worked out for the best. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Gatland's the is, would be the coach... That would work with him. Though. I don't. Think... You just said he needs like a stern kind of disciplinarian of a coach. Yeah, but he also needs the, the sort of he also needs a warmth more so with with Hook, I think, than than others like Jonathan Davis. You, you know, he, he'd be like, well, you do this, and this is exactly what we need you to do, and that would that that would be enough for him. I think Hook is a more complex character that needs. Uh, like a warmth and element of love and, and also that direction so it's a, it's a really it's a really tricky one um, I think maybe someone like Steve Hansen would have you know I don't know it's a, it's a fun do you know what I mean it's a fun yeah no, no, well, again I think it's it's one of those you're right you could have a separate a separate pod on it because I think everyone when Hook burst on the scene you just thought oh this is going to be yeah. a player who's going to be there for for a, you know for, for for years and years to come and and you kind of forget he's only um, you know he's only thirty two now, and you know still managed to still managed to clock up eighty yeah. odd caps for Wales. Yeah. You know he's uh, it's so easy, isn't it, to go? Ah, oh, he's not actually you know because you hear it, don't you? So often from people that we do, you know, it's, oh, he's not he wasn't actually that good. He, he is. It just it just hasn't quite didn't quite work for him. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's it's a really strange one. But to bring it back to the Ospreys, I think he's a player who, who's going to be. Um, who's going to be a really handy player to have in and around that squad mm. you know and again I think the supporters will enjoy watching watching Hook back in a back in an Ospreys oh, jersey they'll love that wouldn't yeah. they how do you reckon they'll get on with Corey Allen then? Corey Allen's an interesting one I think again he's a player he's at a really interesting stage in his career you know he looked like a really um, talented prospect when he came through the Blues system and obviously went you know went into the Wales squad at a young age had that injury during uh, 
during the World Cup, which seemed to set him back. But I'm surprised it didn't work out at the Blues. I'm surprised that they've kind of, you know, let him go. I found it a bit strange that that's the case. But I think he's kind of got to make a go of it here. You know, I think it's it's kind of got to work out for him because otherwise, you know, he might end up in that in that kind of category of player who's wandered around a few of the different regions and. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an inter- it's going to be an interesting one for him. It does add a bit of depth. I think, unfortunately, you know, poor Ashley Beck's out injured again now, and yeah. you just think that's going to be the he's desperate. Like you know, you just think, well, that's going to be the the kind of um, the story for him. And uh, Jonathan Spratt retiring as well. You know, they, they needed a few kind of a few players in the in the centre. I'm not keen on watching him when he plays on the wing. I don't think he's a winger at all. I think he's a I think he's an outside centre and. Again, he's all about playing players out of position. I think he has to play. He has to play in the centre if he's going to play at all for me. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. I mean, he's going to be one of those guys that I'm. I'm really excited to see how he goes because it's a. It was. It was a. It's a peculiar move, isn't it? Going over to the Ospreys and then gets. It could be a brilliant signing. I hope it's a great signing for them. Um, he's obviously he was tipped, wasn't he, as being, like, I suppose, like you know, Jamie Roberts. You know he's a big bloke, isn't he? But he's mm. he's got he's, he's got, got a bit of guile about him. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah, he's got he's got like he's got an offloading game. He's he's got a fair bit going on. So yeah, I really hope it works out for him, and hopefully Hook can uh, can bring a bit out of him as well. All right, just to finish then, what are you saying for for the Ospreys? What would be a good season for the Ospreys? Top top four finish. You keep saying top four finish, up. so. <laughs> um, well, they got they have. Yeah. It's gonna for me. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite uh, quite tough for them. I think it's gonna be a tough season for them. Um, but if they can get that set piece right, then a lot will change. I think. Well, I suppose. We're, well, where are we with it all? I mean, it's, the conferences is. Yeah, I mean they've got to get they've got to get out of they've got to get out of the conference really. I think that's the that's yeah, the level no, of expectation they've got to. They um, should do that. I mean, you know, I, th- I think they've a semi final appearance is is kind of almost you know is expected year in year out really. Um, so it's I think the other thing is Europe. You know. It's, it's something that they've not managed to to get right. They've got a tough draw, you know, the likes of uh, um, the likes of Saracens in their European group as well. So I don't know. I think I think it could be a, it could be a tough season for them. Um, and like I say I think you know the, there's a lot of pressure on on Steve Tandy, and he's got to you know the the only way to to relieve yourself of that pressure is to is to get results. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely gonna, it's definitely going to be a um, it's definitely be a kind of a tough season. The for funny them. thing as well for them, isn't it, is how well they were doing. So it was it was they were they were, they were doing brilliantly. It started they? so well, yeah. They completely fell away. So it, it's not like they built. Yeah, you know, the the Scarlets obviously the complete opposite, didn't they? They were they didn't have a pack, did they? I mean, we we were we were talking at the beginning mm. of the season like what how are they going to do this because they've got brilliant backs they're doing some quite special things with limited ball but they can't they've got no platform and then then it wasn't overnight but it wasn't far off was it they they suddenly started to you know build these sort of performances and then suddenly this they they built a really dominant pack yeah and it's gone from there so 
yeah, the, the, the Ospreys have gone the other way, haven't they? So they need to now flip it on its head, which is always a lot more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a difficult one for them. You know, if you look at the, the conference that they're in, so, you know, Zebra, Munster, Glasgow, Connacht, Cheetahs, Blues. Um, I, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't think there's a lot, I don't think there's a lot to pick between the, the two conferences and you end up playing everyone anyway. So, it's interesting. It's just kind of you know you've obviously got that thing of of getting past the you know how the, the teams around you. It does are, seem to be a tougher playing. group, though, doesn't it? A tougher conference. Do you think? Yeah. Well, um, just you know, Benetton, Dragons, Edinburgh, Whispering's great for a podcast, Dan. As yeah. well, that's uh, that's always really uh, really beneficial. And they they can't yeah. see what we're looking at. It's one of the, <laughs> the downsides of an audio medium. Yeah, I think you're right. It probably is. It probably is the tougher of um, of the two conferences. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they've. I think they've. I think a, a semi final is is kind of the. Um, you know, it's kind of what they will be, what they will be expecting, or as you refer to it, a top four finish. But uh, in the Pro Twelve, know, yeah, in the Pro Twelve. But yeah, I think I think Europe's the um, Europe's going to be Europe's going to be tough for them too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it, it could be um, it could be a tough year ahead. But the the, um, the talent is there in that squad. I think anyone anyone that you're you know sort of a left field choice that you're looking forward to seeing how they get on or you know this make or break season for them um, I don't know about make or break I think it's going to be interesting to see how Giles gets on I think if they play him more often that's going to be um, you know obviously I don't think you'd have anticipated he would have played that much rugby this time last year because he's still such a young man but he got on so well but you know largely against weaker Pro 12 opposition and um you know, and uh, when they're playing in the European Challenge Cup. That said, I, I was also, you know, I also thought he acquitted himself pretty well, even mm-hmm. when they were getting kind of munched towards the end of the season. So I think he's, you know, he's without doubt the, the kind of player who's, who's going to kind of get you, um, get you excited during that time. Um, so yeah, I think he's one I'm, I'm certainly very much looking forward to and looking forward to seeing him. Uh, but then also, you know, I think uh, the likes are kind of up front, you know, Sam Parry and Scott, and they, they're putting the pressure on Scott Baldwin. You know, there's, they've got three really, really good hookers there that uh, it's going to be difficult. Um, it's going to be difficult to, to kind of set those set those apart. And I think particularly the, you know, on the Parry played well um, when they had their opportunities last year. And Parry is arguably, you know, the kind of goes into it with, with that being his jersey now I think he was unlucky wasn't he not to be involved more with with Wales yeah I think so I think so he didn't um, have the history did he yeah so there there are a couple of players I'm I'm looking forward to see as well yeah okay interesting yeah I'm uh, I'm very excited to see um, how Baker goes this year I think he's somebody that we you know at eight we we've obviously got a bit more depth in Wales now than we with uh you know Moriarty more, but yeah, again, but, you know, looking like he's going to be out for a while with this yeah. current injury, Moriarty. So we need more, don't we? We need, you know, he's somebody that we've converted, and obviously is good enough. You know, is a great guy that he's adapted. But Baker, I think we we need to look more at him and and, and look at how we can improve. The Wales coaches need to have you know have chats and see how they can improve his game, and then feed that through to the Ospreys because he's got he got a lot of. Got a lot of great bits to it, isn't it? But he needs to be a bit more industrious, I think, and up his work rate. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. Obviously, it's something we discussed uh, discussed quite a bit last season. Yeah, I think Cracknell had a great season last yeah. year. He's had a good pre-season, apparently. Yeah, he's and he's, well. a, he's a real... Um, He's a real unit, isn't he? I think he's. Yeah. Um, I think he. Yeah, he's he's exactly the kind of player that. That's what they're going to need is is these players in and around the squad yeah. that um, that can really make an impact. And I think he's he's definitely one of them. You know, I was yeah. really impressed with how he went, particularly at the start of last season. Yeah. So yeah, I hope um, I hope he's able to he's able to pick that up and like you say, take pre season in and and um, and kick on for them. Someone I wanted to mention to you how. Are you excited to see uh, Dan Lidia's back? Yeah, I um, again, I think actually, yeah, if you talk about players kind of in a bit of a make or break scenario, I think Dan Lidia is there really. I think there's, um, you know, he's certainly not guaranteed a starting spot all the time now. Um, you know, first and foremost, if he wants to get back in that Wales side, he's got to get the, the Osprey 6 jersey back. And I think he's he has got to develop that develop his game that bit more you know do you think he can do you think he can change look I don't think he's going to turn into Justin Tipperick overnight but a guy of his size I think can get through more ball carrying certainly and you know you're never going to be a weak side with Lydia in there because he does get through so much um, so much work um, but yeah I hope he I hope he can I, you know I really because he's been such a fantastic servant for for Welsh rugby I hope he's able to um I hope he's able to, you know, to just add that, add that a little bit more to uh, to his game, and, and and first and foremost stays injury free. And if you know if he does, then you know he's he's in he can play rugby at a really high intensity. You know, we know that his work rate is is monstrous, and I just think he just needs that little bit of um, that little bit of of something else. Um, but it's difficult. It's not easy to add it, you know, at that stage at that stage in your career. Yeah, he's um, his ball carrying is something that he's he needs to work on. But it, I think he's been told that he needs to work on that, hasn't he, for years? And he just mm. hasn't really been able to do. It. He's definitely improved, isn't he? But he was coming from literally a a position where there was no ball carrying going yeah. at all, was there? So it was like I'll, I'll tackle all day long, mm. but I don't I don't offer much more than that. But he's he's a firm favourite of Gatlin's, isn't he? So I he's someone that is going to be. Um, Quite, quite, quite good to see how he how he goes, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and uh, yeah, it'll be it will be very interesting to uh, to see what he does. But yeah, like I say, first and foremost, I think he's got a um, he's got to uh, he's got to get that Ospreys jersey back. That's it for this episode. Uh, you may be able to tell by the abrupt ending we had a little bit of problem with our recording equipment right at the end of the episode, but that was genuinely the end. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear your views, so you can get in touch with us at Attacking Scrum on Twitter, or you can do so on Facebook as well. And coming up tomorrow, we've got the Scarlets. Sports Social Podcast Network.